0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Fish Tank. This is the exclusive podcast that comes straight from San Diego from the management of myself and Eldred Man. Uh, we're so happy that you've joined us for this special edition episode. Normally, we try to get these uh, recorded and released on the weekends, but uh, with playoff season and the World Junior Championship right around the corner, uh, there's exciting things going on. Uh, and so, this episode, we're really going to focus on our upset in the playoffs. But most importantly, the up-and-coming uh, WJC tournament, and we've got two special guests with us on today's episode. Uh, joining us uh, as the GM of Team USA uh, is our repeat offender. Uh, this is his, I believe, third episode with us now, and he just cannot get enough of us. It's Mr. J. Mr. J, hello, welcome hello. to the podcast. And uh, And Team USA's rival their bitter rival uh or as i like to say team canada uh with their new gm uh gm prout prout welcome man how's it going everybody good good to have you all here so uh uh and of course joining me is uh my fellow my fellow comrade my agm elder man welcome cj Olo. wow <laughs> I always forget every episode that CJ is incredibly loud and I have to turn his mic down inside <laughs> Audacity. <laughs> um, also,
1: but, this podcast yes. is brought to you by Juice's Pie. We like to Oh, uh, oh video. yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: we should we should definitely talk about that too. I forgot about oh, that. Honestly.
1: Well. So
0: let's just start right off the bat. So uh at the beginning of the season, Juice issued out this challenge out of nowhere, it really just kind of caught us off guard. Uh, and it looks like he was just upset that I just did better at recruiting people for the team. I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of fact. And he didn't like it and issued out this challenge that, you know, whoever would be the most winningest team between the two of us in our series, um, would be the better of the two and the loser of that would have to get a pie in the face. Well, um, you know, Prout, can you tell us what happened?
1: I think We all know what happened. Juice got pied because D juice got juiced.
0: That that about sums it up. Juice got d juiced. He was squeezed out. Uh he got pied in the face and uh posted it on here for all the world to see. And um yeah, I don't know. I'm I've I've been thinking lately that I might uh issue a counter challenge for this season because i just feel like the 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 dust the dust settled a little bit but i feel like there's still something there
2: oh yeah i yeah. have been thinking about that all day and i was going to ask you about it during this podcast
0: oh about like what i'm thinking yeah uh i you know i've given it some thought uh and I mean this isn't like the official challenge or anything cuz I don't know if I'm going to do anything but you know I I think I think the pie in the face wasn't enough for Juice to learn his lesson um and I don't think so either. Yeah, and I'm just trying to make sure that that he's humbled um you know so like
2: a gallon of juice being poured on Juice's head.
0: That is good. That is that is a good idea. It could be it could be grape juice and then and then we should like Have him record it, like he's got to do it, and then sit in it in like a little kiddie pool for like (laughs) ten minutes, let the stickiness happen. (laughs) A little little bit of um, embarrassment, you know. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking about uh, maybe adding some good to it. So, so like, I don't, I don't bet money ever, but I will, I will bet donating to charity if that makes any sense. Like, I won't play the lottery or anything, or I won't bet on horses or games, but, but like. If I lose, I would gladly donate a set amount of money to charity. So I'm I'm thinking about maybe issuing that challenge. The, that hard part, the hard part with that is, you know, everyone's got different financial situations, so you can't just assume that, you know, everyone can can do something like that. Um but we'll we'll see. I mean, I, I can set some parameters and see what Juice is willing to accept and decline. And um but I think I, I really think it'd be kind of cool to see uh one of us shave like our face or hair so juice has a really good set of hair and i have the hairline of a 45 year old man who lives in his mom's basement so like but have a glorious beard me shaving my head does nothing but i do have a very subpar beard i would not <laughs> say it's glorious um that i'd be willing to shave but i i don't know juice juice is still young enough that he values his hair and uh, right, I mean if I yeah. if I had a good hairline I think I'd value it too. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's kinda up in the air right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the turn the wheels a little bit and uh and maybe issue an a eyebrow. challenge. The oh no, yeah, one eyebrow.
2: One. There we go.
3: Yeah. We can even <laughs> up the
0: just one. Up the socks
2: and do AGMs as well. So
3: how about this? How about this? we can make Ooh. him go full clown out. He shaves, let's say, the right eyebrow and then shaves the left half of his beard.
0: <laughs> did, did y'all did y'all ever watch uh um last man on earth no 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 oh my goodness so uh long story short well, i mean not about the whole series but about why i'm bringing this up one of the main characters ends up having like half of his face and head shaved so one half is completely bald on like the right side including his beard, his mustache, his eyebrow, his hair. And then on the other side, it's just like total wild man mange looking hair. It's just ridiculous. But that could be an option. That could be an option.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: but, you know, I'm enough about Juice. He doesn't need to have that much time on our podcast here. Um, I, We got knocked out of the playoffs. So first of all, we made it, uh, which we were all happy about. But – and I know we had high hopes, but but we had a really tough battle against Miami. And I know, you know CJ, you had some thoughts about that. Can you kind of yeah. elaborate?
2: So, it still frustrates me that we came in and just held our own back and forth, like the entire series. And it came down to Game 7, which, if it was going to go anyway, whether they beat us or we beat them... The fact that we went to Game Seven was awesome for me because it—it's like that's the final, the final game. There's no going any further or or not. Um, so you know you're going to go through or you're going to go home. So that day was just nerve wracking all day, and then to lose by one goal and just—it's uh takes my it yeah. just. The words out of my mouth. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, when I was I was looking at the stats for the game not too long ago and we put a lot of shots almost in the goal. And if we were able to capitalize on like two plays that just came up super short, the game the game would have been completely different. Um and then They beat us and move on. Las Vegas won. So Miami played Las Vegas and Las Vegas uh, went into the playoffs below us to begin with. And then Miami just destroyed them. Like there was no contest in any of their games. Uh, I mean, two of them, well, three of them were only one goal short of tying it, but but still, they uh, they just didn't have the ability to compete against Miami, and the fact that they went further than us drives me bonkers. did uh, it, it, we should have we should have went through, but <laughs> um, now Miami's got to go up against Mississauga, so that should be an interesting game, I think, because if if Miami can beat Mississauga then that just goes to show that we were that close to going
0: all the way. It, sound, it sounds like you're saying that you think that if we would have beat Miami, that we easily could have swept Las Vegas as well. Oh, for sure.
3: I mean, look, I wouldn't go as far as maybe saying swept, well, maybe not but swept. I definitely think we, but... we would have been able to beating them. For... Uh,
0: yeah, I, I think it's possible. Um, the thing of it is is that miami Miami was thirty points ahead of us in the standings um, um and and though Las Vegas was below us, there wasn't nearly as much of a gap between between Miami and us and us in Vegas. So it makes sense that Miami was able to sweep them. um but I definitely think that it would have been a, oh, it again been it would have been a tough battle either way uh, uh against. You know, it's a tough battle against Miami, but Vegas would have put up their own against us as well. So really, Vegas got super unlucky that Miami beat us.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably. If we, um, went, if we went up against Vegas ourselves, I would have guessed that we would have uh, clinched our spot in uh, game six. Mm. But it would have been one point off, like every game.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, you know what they say, you can crap in one hand and wish in the other and see which one fills up faster. So, that's true. <laughs> all all that we can do from this point on is just look at how our team did and where we can go from here and just kind of aim for next season, you know, and I've got I've got high hopes for us this next coming season. I think we're going to think we're going to do well. But before we get to that next season, before we get to the draft talks, before we get to any of that, uh, we have one of my favorite events happening in uh, in the VHL. so every every season at now at the end of the season or the beginning of the next season, however you want to look at it, um, we have the world Juniors championship. and the reason that this is one of my favorite tournaments is because this is where, I got my foot in the door for management. Uh it's it, an amazing just, video. Yes, yes, with that amazing video which the the funny thing about it is before I, I don't even think CJ you were in the league yet. I wasn't. And, and we were playing Warzone and I'm just like, "Hey man, this this j- job opened up. This p- possibility opened up in this league that I'm in." Um and I'm thinking about doing a video to apply. Like, and I, I literally, as we're playing Warzone, like CJ's running around protecting me as I'm writing down ideas for this for this video. And by the end of it, I'm like, "All right, here's what I'm thinking." And I go through the whole video with him, and he's like, "Do it. You need to do it." So I was, I think I, I think I turned off my PlayStation. I'm like, "All right, I'll be right back." <laughs> <laughs> and I went out and recorded the video and came in, you know, submitted it and, and it turned out really well. And, and, and it, I hope I'm thinking it got me the, the position, but doing that kind of opened my eyes to the world of management inside the BHL, Uh, and it was super exciting for me. We didn't do as well as I wanted to, but, uh, I learned a lot. So this episode of, of, uh, inside the fish tank, um, really is just to focus on as on uh WJC. So uh, we have two guys who have not been GMs before in in WJC or in any capacity. Um and they're you're both first gen players uh which is another exciting thing. All of us are first gen players. So that that's a a great thing as well. Um but I I kind of just want to ask a couple questions and just kind of kind of see where your heads at and what you're thinking. So um, I, I guess we'll start with Mr. J here. Um, yep. We'll save the we'll save the best for last, I suppose. Uh, proud boy, <laughs> cowboy proud. Um, but Mr. J, um, yep. so I guess the first question that I have for you, man, is 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 why why did you want to be a GM in the WJC?
3: Okay. Uh, well. It's pretty simple. I think I made it clear and whether it's previous podcasts or even just talking to uh, some of the people, my goal is to eventually just become a GM within the VHL in general. So obviously, much like yourself, you know, using the WJC as like that platform to do so, I think that's definitely a good spot. You know, uh, I'm already the AGM for the Houston Bulls, so that's also a good uh, experience for me uh obviously not much has really happened since you know it was the end of the season when i got hired but you know going into like the next season i'm going to be learning a lot from the agm position and doing the whole wjc is going to help me actually get experience of being that gm so you know hopefully it just starts the building blocks for me to hopefully be able to apply in future gm positions and kind of just maybe eventually grab the reins or let's say in the future if RJ decides to step down or whatever the case may be, right? Like I, I have that chance to at least get in, you know? So
2: your, the hopes for your future in the league is pretty much going, you want to continue on in, this, in the management positions and work your way up the ladder essentially.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Like I, the way I see it is, uh, let's say I can get a GM position either within or right after my my players lifespan right of the eight seasons I would actually probably not create a player for a while and focus strictly on the the management side because I feel like you know to not be super overwhelmed with yourself you want to have that full focus right and I want to be able to turn a whole team into like a winning franchise create like a whole legacy and I feel like the only way to do that is to be 100% devoted so like I feel like that would be my only way. So you wouldn't want to have
2: a a player on a I, separate team trying to uh,
3: not not right away. You know, I I would definitely want to have like a good load management and like if I'm going to be a GM and have a player, like it's going to be hard because you want to prioritize both, right? And I like, I don't want to be able to have to make that decision of like okay, like what what should I kind of put forward this week, you know? I I mean
0: I would just counter that and say that. <clears throat> I think if you apply for a GM position and you don't have an active player, you're going to fall on the list. Um, so that, I mean, I, and I'm not a commissioner, I don't get to pick, but that's that—that's what I, I've heard as a possibility. And, and there may even, I'm not sure, but there may even be a rule that you have to have a player. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, essentially it doesn't take that much split focus to be able to do both
3: i know mean, I... for sure it's just like the way i like i'm looking at it is just in the sense of you know i just want to make sure that you know i get the most out of the team right and just also from you know lately you know getting into the uh, agm position then the wjc and then you know we also have like the pro-am going on right so it's you know being in all the different discords and like you know having to split all my activity it's it I can understand how a lot of people get burned out by doing even more, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, I, my whole, like, I guess, uh, ideology of like maybe not doing a player and focusing on the management side is to kind of maybe. You know, kind of prevent that from actually happening. You know, I don't want to really burn myself out from you know having to have constant activity throughout the discord chats and the forum mm-hmm. and then focusing on my player because you know, like I do like being active, but you know some days you don't you know you just get tired, right? And especially with all the multiple discord chats, like there's only so much time you can really devote right in in the real world life. Uh,
0: yeah, and i I would I would suggest you look at it like this, your player. And then right a little bit below that is your your GM career, and then everything else below that is secondary. So if if you find yourself becoming overwhelmed because you're in thirty five Discord channels, the easiest solution is leave the Discord channels that aren't pertaining to your team or you're managing. Um, but I I do I would encourage you to reconsider that option, and I would keep an active player as well as trying to manage. It's not terribly difficult well,
3: um no, i mean like it's 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 not set in stone it was just me like having yeah. the idea of possibly doing that you know like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. i'm gonna see where where things go and then you know take it from there but that was just kind of my mindset just because you know personally like i like focusing a lot on gm roles like you know whether it's you know sports video games or other sim leagues or whatever right so it's like you know you kind of really want to get the most out of it. yeah
0: yeah so so do you have a do you have an end goal then of Maybe a position in the league you'd like to get to.
3: Um, I mean, I think I think GM is just like my main goal, honestly speaking. Um, if anything further comes into play, then I mean, you know, I would definitely have to just you know kind of take it as it goes, type of thing. Well, to would you I'm want? At.
2: Would you want a GM like in the VHLM or get up to the big times in the VHL?
3: I mean, obviously, I I would. you know like it's only typical that the vhl is like the main main goal but in in general a gm job is a gm job right Mm. um well with this being your first
0: experience gming um you know being the head of of the team do you and i'm assuming you've had time to at least look at a potential roster so uh you know, do you have anyone in in mind that you want to share with us about who you who you think would be uh, making it to your roster? And then, do you have any like, do you have a potential strategy for how you think you're going to win?
3: Right. Uh, so, I mean, I definitely did look over the roster, and uh, there there are a lot of you know good players to choose from that made I guess could make up most of my roster. I mean, I've definitely put names aside. Um, obviously, with you know some of those inactive players, uh, it kind of makes it a little bit difficult to fill up certain spots. But uh, yeah, like I don't want to name names per se, but you know the roster is a little bit thinner compared to let's say some of the like the other teams, such as you know uh, Canada and Asia and such. So it is going to definitely be a little bit tricky to maybe try and uh, compete uh, like you know really with like the the level of skill and the uh, depth. But like I said, I think I think I could, I've created or you know it hasn't been confirmed yet, but you know kind of uh, put together a roster that can at least compete pretty well. Um, there's only one mention. I'm not gonna say it's a guarantee, okay? But for those of you don't know, Mr. C.J. Alden Craig over here is yeah. from American uh, nationality, so yeah. He, he is in the thought process of being in the roster, but I'm going to leave it at that because it could <laughs> or could not happen.
0: <laughs> that would be an interesting scenario. As someone who has managed his player before, I can tell you you're in for a surprise. Get ready. <laughs> if he comes on, get ready for high hits and high penalty minutes. And That's oddly cool. enough, a lot of scoring. It's, a, it's weird. It's a weird dynamic. That-
3: but see, yeah. that's, that's the contemplation, right? You know, it's the goon squad, but is the goon squad always going to be a good thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm convinced, I I'm
2: convinced it, that, that percentage of hits to my penalties is really, really low. I,
0: I, I feel like Aldwin Craig is the type of player that never actually, learned. like, it is, he is the happy-go-more of the VHLM. <laughs> like, doesn't know how to skate to save his life can hit really hard and can like send a mean slap shot. Every other aspect of his game is just garbage. <laughs> that's that's how I see Aldwin Craig. Um, the
3: way the way I see it more is literally Doug Glatt from Goon. You know, just the literal, he's the living embodiment of Doug Glatt. <laughs> I think
0: that should be his player render. If anyone here is going to make a, a thing for Aldwin Craig, it's got to be that.
3: Yeah, I think if anything, that should be his next player.
2: I know, but I'm changing up. (laughs) (laughs) He's
3: going to retire Alden Craig and recreate Doug Clatt. That's what's going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. But, uh, no, I mean, yeah. uh, Objects aside, obviously, uh, the roster is coming together pretty well. There are some names that are like, you know, it's it's a little tough to kind of choose between. Uh, You know... Especially more on the forward list, you have a lot of good competition here, so uh, definitely have some some hard decisions to make within uh, a few players and decide what's going to be best for the team. Uh, you know, most of them are pretty active people on the forum and stuff, so it's going to kind of come down to the wire more or less in the sense of you know the type of lines and the the strat I want to go for. You know, so we're We're pretty much only gonna gonna see that when the when it comes out, you know, all right. All right.
0: And uh, do you have anyone in mind to be your uh, <clears throat> AGM?
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, funny, you asked that. Um, yeah, uh, I was gonna ask you this in a more formal context, but you know since you're bringing this up, I uh, I accept. That, I accept. We, Uh, so for those of you don't know uh as soon as i was announced uh the gm for team usa uh fad immediately reached out to me he's like can i be your agm i'm like okay sure i reached
0: out to to you and prout i was like hey if either one of you gets team usa i want to be your agm (laughs)
3: but see the thing is as soon as it happened he got straight into the wjc discord immediately changed his name to team usa agm he's like let's (laughs) rock and roll baby (laughs) actually
0: i never i never changed my name back so it's been (laughs) it's been team usa agm since last season (laughs) oh
3: my gosh even better
0: (laughs) uh Uh, gosh well uh proud man uh you finally get a shot at GM, and it seems like it seems like it's been a while. So, so why why did you want to become a, a GM in the WJC?
1: Well, as you might remember from your old memory, Thad, you were my first GM I worked with as an AGM here mm-hmm. in San Diego. And when I took that time off, and then came back and started applying, it was what I wanted to do. And then this opportunity came up and here I am. And, uh, do you, do you see this
0: position? Uh, you know, you've got a little, <clears throat> well, you got a little bit of AGM experience behind you. Uh, and, um, you know, you had some stuff come up and, and had to step down, which I still commend you for, because instead of just flat out bailing or or just not showing up and then be like oh i'm so sorry like you were like hey things aren't going great i need to step away for a little bit um which again i still to this day i'm like i think that was just such a huge move and such a big show of, of maturity on your part um but now you've got the chance to kind of prove to everyone like hey you're here you're serious uh so so what are your hopes then for the future you, you know you're managing future here
1: uh, I like to just have growth in the VHLM obviously and uh, obviously I've been applying for all the jobs that have been popping up. Um, I've been all over the forums as everybody's seen my name pop up but uh, enjoy it and it's something I want to do and help the newer first gens come in because I know I had that support when I first joined and knew absolutely nothing and I think everybody's had that person in the community where they've them and, you know, they re- kind of rely on them a little bit. And uh, I want to do the same for the next people that join and help them out.
2: So what are your your
1: potential rosters and, and such looking like then? It sounds like clickbait because there's a, somebody's name that we're talking to that's on this podcast that's in the talks right now. As he's already, I wonder
3: who that is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He asked me. (laughs) So public announcement he's cut from asking. Um (laughs) open. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm actually really glad with the roster I have. There's a lot of names I'm familiar with actually, so it is looking pretty good so far. And I've enjoyed the process with Al and RJ helping. Um I can speak for myself that They've been helpful and making this process a lot easier. I'm excited for the team, obviously. Oh, that's good. What,
2: do you have anyone in mind for your AGM position then?
1: Um. Well, Thad bailed on me because he doesn't like Canada. <laughs> He's <is> a Canadian <laughs> hater. <laughs> so, I can confirm Thad hates Canadians. This is it's announcement
0: time. I'm, it sound, this sounds like anti-Canada sentiment. Which is it's just ironic you know, since his, all like,
3: all-star bacon. player is a Canadian, you know, just saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it did reach out to a couple people, but, you know, it's more unofficial people that are going to help me, I think, more. But, uh, you know, Thad, being anti-Canadian, bailed on me, so, sad.
0: Honestly, man, it's because y'all have that thing called Canadian bacon, which isn't even real <laughs> stuff, <so. laughs>
3: I respect you for poutine, and uh, ex- oh, wait. Okay, wait. Quick pause. Quick pause. As as a Montrealer uh, coming from Quebec, uh, this is a pet peeve of mine. It's not called poutine. It is called poutine. Well, uh, listen here, buddy. <laughs> On
0: my American uh, uh, menus, it's said poutine. That's how we say it here in Kentucky. We say poutine
3: so yeah all oh, the cringe it's it kills me <laughs> on the inside
0: i think it also kills you when we say luke tessier or luke tessier and <laughs> nicholas nicholas mariani yeah
3: yeah yeah. Uh, I'm, um, oh, I'm gonna well, talk to you later off off uh you know <laughs> game recording <laughs>
0: well uh yeah i'm i'm excited to see how the both of you do and just to see you know, where the WJC takes you. Um, You know, a lot of people in the league kind of disregard the WJC and and get really hyped for World Cup. But um, I think WJC uh, needs a little bit more support from veteran players and and a veteran presence. Um, I really would like to see a more official kind of mentorship program come into it. So like, you know, each team gets matched up with some sort of mentor. So when the GM comes in, it's not that they... Already have an AGM, but they have someone that they can just throw questions at and kind of ask for advice. Um, so that's kind of my hope with with working with you, Mr. J, uh, and I, I'm sure with whoever Prout finds um, to just kind of be that person that can you can bend the ear to and just say, Hey, you know, I'm thinking this. What are your thoughts? Or I have no idea how to use STHS. Can you teach me how to use this system? Or I can't download. I can't download and use STHS. Can you please <laughs> upload the lines for me? Uh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's really exciting. Um, do you do you guys have any predictions for WJC?
1: Canada's gonna get gold.
0: Canada's gonna get gold. Who who's gonna who's gonna
1: get silver? Um, whoever Canada beats in the finals. <laughs> that and does mr. not j. matter we- all that matters is gold here
0: yeah if you're not first you're last right yeah exactly <laughs> exactly okay okay i'm assuming mr j you've got you've got different uh, different opinions on this
3: um look i mean obviously i would love to win but, you know, obviously being on the GM side, I get to see, you know, how the other rosters are also coming along. And it's not to be any sort of discouragement, but, you know, I am at a bit of a disadvantage compared, you know, for the depth of American players that we have compared to previous years. So I think, I think you know, I'm going to kind of do the same thing that we as the San Diego Marlins have done. And, you know, kind of just uh, power through with that underdog story, you know, just work hard keep up the grind and then, you know, let, let the games come to us basically.
0: All right. I mean, Hey, look, man, America doesn't need depth. We have freedom. So
1: (laughs) sounds like another miracle story in the making here. Yes, exactly. That's the goal. Uh, yeah. So I I think we're about out
0: of time for the, for this week's episode. Um, do you guys have any, anything you want to say before we
1: end? Oh, that heaps Canadians. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, you know, all I'm going
3: to say is, you know, uh, good luck to you, Prout, come uh, the start of the uh, WGAC, that's for sure. Uh, it's going to be fun battling out as, you know, iconic rivals in international play. And uh, pretty much that's it.
1: Yeah, you too. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, obviously, gonna a- I think you're going to have a good tournament. Um, from what I've saw so far, you're doing good. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing how you do and how the tournament plays out. And uh, hopefully a little bit more hype in it and uh, some fun doing it. CJ, oh, anything sure. from you, sir?
2: Oh, man, I'm just I'm just excited uh, for the WJC with the potential of my player actually getting into it this year or this season. Uh, which he didn't last season, so I was kind of bummed that I didn't get to to witness witness it. But uh, hopefully I can this season, and uh, I hope that Team USA goes all the way and Team Canada kind of goes in second.
0: All right. Well, hey, thanks so much for joining us for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed listening, and we look forward to giving you another episode here in the future. See you later.